Hey, everybody. I'm Jane. And I'm Sarah. And you're listening to the Medium Curious Podcast, the show where we are working hard to make sure that the supernatural is just super. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's hilarious. Um, On today's episode, we are calling it Medium Fail. It's just our biggest, deepest fears as mediums. (laughs) And it happens. And it happens, yes. But we're also going to talk about what a good reading looks like as well. So join us for... Wins and fails. Wins and fails. Hey, beautiful Jane. Hi, beautiful Sarah. (laughs) Hi, hi. One of the first things we had talked about for this episode was calling it medium fail. (laughs) (laughs) Because that definitely happens. It It also feels like a lot of pressure to, and a lot of responsibility. I think both you and I feel a lot of responsibility in this role as a medium. And so you wanted to address, I think, was it the second episode when my Uncle Bob popped in? And you gave an impromptu reading right then and there. Do you want to speak to why you were a little uneasy about airing that? Well, I hope that there's lots of established mediums along with the medium curious crowd that's joining us here in our listenership. And an established established medium would say, huh. It's weird that she asked questions or, huh, it's weird that, you know, like the way the reading unfolded is not sort of up to a standard, I guess, is how I felt. And so I felt anxious about putting it up like, oh, I was obviously in the moment and Uncle Bob did pop through and then he did have a really cool message and it all made sense what was happening. But I did have like a little insecurity flurry of like, oh, I was I was working from questions and I wasn't making statements. And that's that's kind of getting into some like, you know, medium 201 or 310 or I don't know, can't remember how college courses work. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like this isn't like this is like it, 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 what you and I are learning in our advanced mediumship courses. Like we're we're like, of course, still in our studies and so my head just got a little spinny, that's all. Like, I was like, yeah, it wasn't great. Well, I just want to let you know that when you started identifying him, you were a little bit reluctant to talk about what he was showing you for what he looked like because he was, he did kind of have a jolly round belly. And, <laughs> and that's he, what he was showing me. But and I he did. was showing you, but you, I could feel your reluctance in, in, bringing that forth. And I got to say, he's just the cutest man ever for showing you that because not everybody in the spirit world, like if somebody is bald, sometimes they, they they would never show you that. So it depends on who, what their personality is like, you know? Um, Right. Yeah. But the fact that he showed you that is pretty cute. super charming. And that I was a little bit trying to protect his ego (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) He'll be fine. Like, oh, Bob, I don't want to talk about how you got the big old belly. But but we got there. And I think I think we left it in. We left it in the in the episode because it was so crazy, right? Like your phone went bling. And then we 
I was literally saying, that's your Uncle Bob. And, and it, I didn't. And it was. And I never knew you had an Uncle Bob. I've met nope. the other uncle whose name I don't have right now, uh, who died before you were born. And he and I chat all the time. And so anyway, listeners, we just wanted to like have a little like look back and go like, ha ha, little Jane got scared because she didn't want to be exposed, you know. Well, then maybe we should talk about what an ideal reading does look like then. Yeah. Well, of course, that will vary wildly depending on which medium you talk to. But I'll just say my understanding, and I think we probably share a lot of this, um, and I want to hear your version, of course, is that there's... that the, the sitter, the person that you're doing the reading for, doesn't talk really much at all, especially at first. It's the medium's responsibility to open up a link, listen for uh, folks on the other side, and then get a bunch of information in to clarify who we're talking to. So just using Uncle Bob as an example, I wouldn't, you wouldn't say anything. And I would be like, I have a person here. I feel like this is uh, an uncle. I'm hearing uncle. Uh, he's showing me that he's quite wide. It's super cute the way he's saying. Uh, he is also talking about um, uh, magic. You know, he's showing me like a, a bunny and a hat. Would you understand magic? You know, like I would just be getting all of this information. And then at a, at a certain point, I would be like, what if that did, made sense? And you would be like, yes, wide. Yes, magic. Yes, uncle, but the other side or whatever, you know, like you would kind of help me understand what information was accurate and what information wasn't accurate. And then we would get into all the messages and all the yumminess. And then I think it would open up a little bit more where the sitter would talk more. But that's my understanding of kind of like an exemplary <laughs> reading. Absolutely. That's mine too. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think... Showing the sitter that their loved ones are still there by bringing in evidence that you would know, you wouldn't have no idea otherwise. Um, I love giving readings to people I have never met and I don't know anything about them before the reading. So when I'm sitting there and i feeling someone come in, feeling their presence come in and I'm able and I hear mom and I and then I start to get an idea of what their personality is like and then I, I I can say I've got I feel like I have your mom here in spirit and they say yes then the link starts to get stronger and I can start to bring in more and more and more information um and so that to me is a is a fun easy reading where where you're just getting, I think we were talking about like the trickle of information and then like the big waterfall of information. When that connection is strong, then um, then I start to get feelings. I start to see like <laughs> little movies. I start to see uh, memories. Um, yes. And feelings of situations and then messages and hopes and maybe sometimes acknowledgments of things that they wish that they had done differently in their lifetime. All of those beautiful things start to come through once the connection gets strong. 
And that's the beauty yeah. and the magic of a, a, a good reading. But they don't always go like that, do they? They don't <laughs> always go that way. And when you mentioned the trickle, this was our pre, pre-game conversation, listeners. We were kind of talking about how sometimes in a reading, it'll be like trickle, trickle, drop, drip, drop, like I'm seeing a toolbox. That's all I've got. I just see a toolbox and I'm going, huh, I've got a toolbox. And it's kind of up to me not to go, was he a construction worker? Was he, you know, like, it's really not my job to understand why I'm seeing a toolbox, but it's pretty hard for an ego, like a a person, like a me, not to be like, I understand it. And therefore I'm going to unpack it. I'm going to open the toolbox. I'm going to say a bunch of stuff that has nothing to do with that spirit just because my mind has gone on a trip. So that's one bright way to fail. (laughs) It's to (laughs) see something and decide for yourself what that thing means. And so that's one way we go astray pretty often, I'll say. Right, trying to make up a story to fit the information that we're getting. Yes. Yes, that that is very easy to do. You kind of want to fill in the whole picture. Yes. But you can't really do that. You can only go with the information that you're being given. So that is a really hard thing as a new medium is to decipher what is the information that I'm being given versus what what am I filling in? Like, yeah. am I I'm filling in all of the rest of the picture? Well, especially because, you know, and I think you and I operate a little bit differently. And I, and I loved hearing you talk about how you, mm, what did you say? You said so beautifully um, in a recent episode when we were kind of introducing ourselves more, you said that you fit into the pocket of the music or you said something like that. Like you fit into the sound that you're playing with another musician. It's sort of like you, you blend way, into it. Blends, yeah. Yeah. And mm. spirit blends with you and you blend with, and I'm, because I'm a filmmaker and I'm a kind of more visual human, I do One of my main clairs is clairvoyance, which is the ability to see, right? So that I joke that I, it's a has gone wild for me sometimes because I'm like (laughs) rocking chair, horse, like pond. And now I'm seeing it, you know, and so I have to sort of like unpack a bunch of visuals. So, you know, I'm obviously still in development. I'm still working. I'm finding my way, but I will sometimes need help from my my person that I'm working with, my sitter, to be like, why am I talking about a rocking chair? And then, you know, it's also my job to wait a hot second. And usually spirit can be like, because this rocking chair was in, um, you know, in the bedroom that the, you know, the person sitting in front of you was raised in and or whatever, or they'll go, ah, rocking chair, I understand, you know, so... Well, that's also why the sitter's job is important too. I mean, there they're not supposed to be feeding us information. They always say, don't feed the medium. Feed the medium. Right. Don't feed the medium. Don't feed the medium. Because number one, you don't want to put things in their head. And number two, you want them to get it on their own. So it's proof. Mm-hmm. But it there does need to be some reaction that helps. So it always helps me when I hear a sitter say, oh yeah, I know what that is. Or yes, that makes total sense to me. Cause then that lets me know that I'm in the right direction. I'm, I'm in the right area yeah. and I can keep moving forward with that information that I'm getting. 
So you can encourage the medium, just don't feed them. <laughs> yeah, encourage the medium, don't feed the medium. <laughs> we once did a, a, a kind of combined, like we were reading together for someone else. And if like the opposite kept happening, remember, they would be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> That's a little hard to hear. Okay. That is. I know. <laughs> I recently had a reading where I was being shown things and it was kind of the absolute opposite. So oh, the opposite I, I game. Was, that the happens. opposite game. Right. I think spirit was just trying to show me, like, for instance, like a, well, I'm, I don't know if I should give for instances, but, you know, like... You see like a young puppy jumping around and actually the dog was very, very old and very slow. So right. that kind of that kind of thing where it's like, nope, totally wrong. It was like, oh, but it's the absolute opposite. opposite. Yeah. Right. I know. I wonder what that is. It's almost like I just got the image of like an eyeball. You know how our eyeballs actually perceive it upside down and then our brain flips it. Sometimes I think opposite day is like, I need someone to tell me we're having opposite day. <laughs> but like, that does happen. Exactly that. I'll be like, opposite day. That's fun. Um, hopefully they, they're they like, you know, th I guess that's what I want to say. And you started to say, like, there is a responsibility of the sitter in that they, um, it's almost like they, like they hold uh, the gate a little bit energetically. So they don't say anything, but I do feel like it's helpful. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to say it's anybody's responsibility to do anything other than ours, but it is helpful when they're like open when they're like, aha, uh -huh. or they're listening and they're waiting to hear they're, 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 they're open. I'll just say that, but it helps me if a sitter's like open. Yeah. I think it, it's always done? helpful. Yeah. I'm reading for someone who's like, this is all crap. I want a part of it. And then you're just like waiting. Yeah. For spirits to really deliver some true magic because that person is not really there for it. Yeah, that I can't think of anyone that I've had recently where that's happened. But I mean, I have had hard readings where I'm like, oh, that doesn't really resonate. Nope, that really doesn't make sense. And then, you know, if that goes on for like five minutes, uh, I'll I'll say, I'm so sorry. I am just not able to connect today. There's something going on and I'm just having a really hard time. Yeah. You know, I think I'm so sorry that you wasted your time right now. I'm j I just need to call this off. Obviously, like reschedule with somebody else or absolutely don't pay me. Um, you know, yeah. I, I have no problem doing that. I will not continue to go down the road of um, stumbling and... You know, it's it's good to know. It's like, okay, this is just not working out right now. So. Yes. Yeah. I have, a, I have that clause in my readings too. Where if that at the 10 or 15 minute mark, we're just not finding each other. I'm not finding your people. They're not finding me. We're not, you know, in, even psychically nothing's coming through that we just go, oh, there's so much love. Let me give you your money back and we're done. Like, yeah, you're, you know, this wasn't meant to be. It's only happened, you know, a couple times, but I will say, boy, it, painful it does it is not a good feeling <laughs> it is absolutely not a good feeling you yeah. know I can I share with you an article that I just read and I 
I, I think, you know, we want to, we want to prove that we are valid, that right. this is valuable work and that this is legitimate. And um, there's, I th- maybe it's the majority of people out there that do not think that this is valid. Um, uh, so let me just read to you what I, I, I just came across this article in the New York Times, and it's called At Sundance, AI, Psychics, and Other Ways of Connecting with the Dead. So it's all about documentaries at Sundance, and a lot of it's about well, one of them's about AI, and then it goes on to talk about um, a documentary that came out, Look Into My Eyes. It's a sociological portrait that taps into the same longing for connection with loved ones who have passed, um, but it takes a more mystical direction. Uh, and then it goes on to say that it actually focuses on the psychics themselves, the reasons they've come to their work, and what they believe they're actually doing in their sessions. What they're actually doing in their sessions. And the film is marvelously nuanced and fascinating in its examination. Is this performance? Is it real? And if it brings peace to the living, does it matter? I mean, so that's, I think, where so many of, you know, the general public, the mainstream is with mediumship. And that's why it feels so very important to me. And I know all of the other mediums that we study with and that we have in our mediumship community. Circles, yeah. um, For us to have that integrity and to show up and give the very, very best reading that we can. Yes. Right. Because to some degree, we feel like we're proving something for the whole of us. Like with each kind of reading or each interaction, it's like, oh, you're representing a whole crowd of people who are otherwise not necessarily supported, I guess. And we have talked about that a little bit on here and so then the failure feels like almost a bigger failure yeah somehow or I you know we can ideally that's not what we do and we can talk about our solutions for when that feeling hits but right you know I watch a lot of those Netflix sports shows like um uh match point the one about the tennis players or uh-huh. the golf one you know it all started with the f1 series which is a yeah. And, and what will happen is if a particular um, person feels like they're representing a whole group, mm-hmm. you know, the pressure just like triples and quadruples for them because they feel like, hey, I'm I'm repping either a country or, you know, black folk or whatever. They feel like they have to perform at a better level because otherwise people ne- might not, you know, believe in the whole crowd. Right. And that so makes, that makes total sense. And responsibility. Sense. Yeah. It's and it's so not fair to that tiny little human trying to just hit the ball back over the net to be wearing all that responsibility. And so I would say the same to us. It's like, golly, we're we're sort of out, out on this cutting edge of of what's acceptable in our in our sort of, you know, normal circles to the point where I mean, I, I, I we'll get back to failure in a second, but 
Like when someone asks you what you do, what do you say, Sarah? <laughs> I say I'm a musician. Yes. I'm and a mom. I'm a yeah. yeah, I'm a mom. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not, it's not necessarily the first thing out. <clears throat> Unless I've talked to spirit in advance of the conversation and I know that person is open. Or in the moment, I see a little sparkle twinkle over them and I'll be like, oh, okay, this is a safe space, you know? Yeah. I, it's a definite, like, conversation stopper, you know? You oh, just, my God. Like, you say, uh, I'm a medium. And, then, you Forget know, I've even had people, like, take a couple <laughs> steps back. <laughs> Here come the crickets on this. My favorite is the look left when I feel like, oh, my God, I'm a medium. And they look over my shoulder. <laughs> it's like living in L.A. again. They're like, let, let me see who else is at this party. So I don't have to stand here and talk to you. <laughs> so then why do we do this? Why do we do this, right. Jane? <laughs> why do we risk failure? Why do we, why do we risk uh, ridicule? Because, because it's so magical and amazing and wonderful when it works well and life-changing. Exactly. So can I talk about... you? you you said, you know, developing medium, but this was many years ago. This is before I even had any idea that I was a medium. I saw you work a whole entire room. You gave a huge demonstration. And again, I'm going to say my, my best friend Eliza's house for, <laughs> she's now been on every single episode. <laughs> we need to um, get her on quick. I, <laughs> she's I not know. such a mystery, <laughs> magical mystery woman. <laughs> um, but I, I don't even know how many people were there. There were a lot of people there, like. A dozen? A dozen people, 14, yeah. Something like that. And you ended up at the end of it, you brought through somebody for each person there. Wow. And it was amazing. But you started off with, with this gentleman who nobody could take. Oh, was that? Do the you beginning? remember? <laughs> yes, it was the. I, I think it was. I think it was. It was. It was very close to the very beginning. Oh wow! Do you? I do, do you remember. remember? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to tell kept, us about that? Yeah. Well, I kept seeing what I thought was a football field. Like I was like, we were out on a field. And so I kept saying football, this fellow. And, um, and then I try to remember what other evidence I had, Sarah. I don't, like military. Oh, yeah. And um, very stern personality. <laughs> and nobody could take it. And then all of a sudden, my husband was like, oh, my. I think he might have even gotten a name, like clo close to a name. Yeah. I, I think did. Arthur I think I, and and that was my my husband's grandfather. Grandfather, huge like personality, like insane big personality. And I'll have something to tag on to that in a second. But uh, it didn't dawn on us that it could possibly be him because my husband wasn't expecting him to come through. He was expecting his dad to come through. Right. I wasn't expecting him to come through. Um, and. Then when it finally and clicked, is rugby that was and part football of the is rugby that failure right. there yeah different country it, different country different sport and that so your husband wasn't sitting there thinking I don't know anybody who plays football who's stern <laughs> you know right but then the message that he brought through 
was really beautiful and had to do with um, extending an olive branch oh, yeah. to David's oh, mom and <gasps> over how he treated, treated her. his daughter-in-law. Yeah. Chills. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Right. So there I am. We've invited, you know, a dozen people. Your your dear friend Eliza had put out this beautiful food. It was like this whole thing. Like, what was I even thinking? <laughs> you were you were fearless. You went up, you did it. It was amazing. It was great. But to start out like that, you know, I mean, I actually really like working in a group like that because I knew 12 to 14 other spirits were behind him. And I was like, we might have even said, like, let's set him down for a minute. We'll come back. Who's next? And they're like, oh, here's somebody's mom. And I I got blah, 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 blah. And there's mom. And then we've got the conversation. And then we've got the message. And then, okay, next, next. But it's almost like a kick line. I'm like, next, next, next. Because they're all right there. Because there's so much energy in the room. Right. Yeah. But yes, you, standing in front of a crowd, it can be a little intimidating. <laughs> Well, I was just so impressed. I was I was like, wow, this is... And I always went back to that as like, well, I've seen Jane work the whole entire room and bring through a dozen people for everybody. So um, I've never done that. <laughs> uh, but oh, that but you is a should. huge feat. Oh, I don't know. Very daunting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I think it was almost my ignorance that was so good. <laughs> like, it didn't occur to me that it that it wouldn't work. You know, I was like, well, of course it'll work. So sometimes that sort of like swag and confidence is like what gets you where you need to go. Because I just had it. Because when I first started, I was trained by this uh, really amazing medium named Lillian Suarez. And she was just like, do five readings a week. Just do five readings a week. You don't have to charge. You can charge. It doesn't matter. Just do five readings a week. And then I had some friends getting together in LA and I was like, hey, let's do a bunch of people. And Every, every same thing. Everybody came and everyone got readings and really profound stuff came through. And it, I was like high as a kite after that one. And I was like, yeah, so this is something I can do. So I just assumed I could do it. Sometimes the more I study, the more I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then let's talk about that. The confidence, the, the not doubting yourself, because that, yeah. that is really important in mediumship. You have to be able to trust that what you're getting, what you're being given from spirit is indeed correct. Right. Yes. And that's a mantra that I, that I work with that I think really helps me is like, well, spirit knows, spirit knows, spirit knows. I don't know. Spirit knows. If I'm not getting rugby versus football, that's just my, that's my bad because I don't have information about rugby at my fingertips. But Spirit, well, spirit's on it. Spirit's on the job. Like, I, as long as I get the hell out of the way, we're going to get somewhere good. Yeah. And you did. You you brought through a beautiful message after that. Can I share a really good fail that turned into a, a, a win? Yes. Okay. So I was at Arthur Finley College, speaking of Arthur. Uh-huh. And uh, I it was like this kind of intimidating moment where they were like, okay, you're going to do a reading for someone and you're going to have an audience, like someone sitting there just listening. So. Now that's one thing to have an audience member, but it's another thing to have a media who's like in training, who knows what they're doing, sitting next to you and watching you. And they might even see the spirit you're seeing, which is fascinating. So I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I see 
a big yellow hat, like a five gallon yellow hat. And I was saying to this woman, I was like, I've got a giant yellow hat. And she's like, no idea what you're talking about. But (laughs) I'm like, it's so big and it's so yellow. And so I wasn't thinking about the fact that Spirit knows I'm a filmmaker and I'm into TV and like all these kind of media. And so I'll just say the the reading went on and like finally the Spirit and kind of even came into me a little bit was like touching my hair. The Spirit's like, oh my God, your hair. I love your hair. And I was like, this is hilarious. This person loves my hair. Why are we doing high kicks? Oh my gosh, I'm on stage. We're doing high kicks. And then they recognized the spirit as their friend who was part of Bob Fosse's Follies and like this really like amazing trans person that that uh, was their dear friend who had crossed, you know, like five years before. And then I said, wait, would you mind sharing their name? And she said, George. Oh, and I was like, like curious you got George. it. It's Curious George. The man, the man with the yellow, with the yellow hat. hat. So <laughs> how brilliant is George? That's an amazing clue. That's such a great, great clue. So great. But it, and unless you you've know, had little kids, you may yeah. not know that. Well, I did have a little kid. and I That's right. Like, that's why. <laughs> yeah. And you too. You were like, oh, that's obviously Curious George. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, but somebody who hasn't read those books recently wouldn't would have no idea. A big giant yellow hat. What? What are you <laughs> talking about? And then I think what I loved about that moment, and what I have to remember now as I as I you know continue to do this work and kind of it's a little bit more pressurized for me now actually because you know this is what I do full time. Um, it's just how easy it felt. Like I was like, ah, oh, I set it aside. It'll make sense later. Like. Set right. it aside. It'll make sense later. Yep. Set it aside. It'll make sense yeah. later. And it did. And it was hilarious. We were all dying at that point. And that, you know, when all that laughter and all that energy goes zoom, 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 then spirit can get through even easier. <clears throat> That's right. Yeah. It, because you have to have a raised vibration in order to, to connect with spirit. We talk, mediums talk about that all the time, raising our va- vibration. Um and because spirit needs to lower their vibration in order to be able to connect with us. So when we raise our vibration as much as we can, yeah. and by by raised vibration, that means being joyful, being yes. happy, being excited, um, laughing. You know, I think that's that medium circle or the the demo that you did you started off by telling some medium jokes which got everybody (laughs) laughing but that you said this is raising the vibration of the whole group which will make it easier for me to connect to to spirit that's right comedium that's right (laughs) that's what I was doing a little bit of comedium (laughs) oh my gosh do you know that we have already been chatting for our allotted time of chat Oh, you're kidding. Well, no, we have just had so much fun talking about failure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yes. I hope this feels helpful, friends, to hear that, you know, we're just little humans who are doing our very best. And sometimes we're not going to do it. But boy, we care and we're really working hard for you. And just know that these mediums that you're talking to or that you're sitting with or little humans. Even you yourself. 
you yourself might need a little, oh, and that's what we can close with. We can talk about how we handle those situations that, you know, if we have to hang up because it didn't connect or we didn't have a good reading and we felt like failures, what do we do? Sarah, what do we do? Well, we have to be so kind to ourselves because if we are not kind to ourselves, it it does not go well. And when I'm at a loss and I'm just trying to console myself, I always say, what would Liz Gilbert do? (laughs) W-L-G-D. I know. And she... (sighs) She would talk to herself. So I talk to myself and I say, oh, honey, you're okay. You're loved. (laughs) Oh, sweetheart. You did the best that you could do and you're still worthy and you're still adored. And, you know, that's, that's how we feel about all of you, dear listeners. You are adored. And just ask yourself, W-W-L-G-D. She's got you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right, Until next week, then. (laughs) Until next week. Love you. Love you all. Love you all. Love everyone else. Bye, Curious Friends. Bye. Medium Curious is made possible by Jane Morgan Editing. Sarah Rathke made the amazing music. And Gigi Hawkins, podcast consultant. Our logo was created by Eric Allen. Kyle Hansen McKee Photography. And the dogs under the desk in Hawaii are Kalea and Domino. And Trixie in California. Mm-hmm.